0: Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast, a podcast for the imperfect church and the imperfect pastors that lead them. I'm Ryan Reed, and I am John Martin, and this is the Imperfect Church Podcast.
1: Yep, it is.
0: It is, uh, John. I hope that you're uh, staying safe. Have you noticed um, when when you see someone in town now, and you have to run around and do your you know get groceries or whatever else? Yeah. What do you notice? What people have say say to you when you leave? No, I don't. I've noticed that it's no longer have a good day.
1: Oh, yeah, yes. Be careful.
0: It's be careful. Stay yeah. safe, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Go be to the careful. bank. You deposit. All right. All right. Stay safe.
1: Except yeah. you can't go to the bank unless you go through the drive-thru.
0: Well, I went through the drive-thru today, and I went early because I knew it's pretty packed. Yeah. And their system was down. And so not only uh, was it no. packed, it was, yeah. it was cars going crazy.
1: Yeah, because everybody's getting their Trump their trump
0: bucks. That's it. Trump bucks. Um <laughs> Yeah. So, John, when you get your Trump Bucks, uh-huh. what's the first guilty pleasure you're spending it on? I,
1: I I, have not received any Trump Bucks.
0: That's just a shame.
1: And I, <laughs> this is a long story, but uh, I went online and it says it cannot confirm that I'm eligible for Trump Bucks, which, for the record, I did not make uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for the list. It. Okay, we but know that. it, but it does John's say that all it, that money. Yeah, it does say that you can't it can't verify that I've so something's wrong with my Trump bucks.
0: Somebody did the math to find out how many Taco Bell tacos you could buy with your <laughs> Trump bucks. And and oh, you can get one extra one if you go tomorrow on the twenty uh, actually on the other day that this comes out, you can get a free really? taco from really? Taco Bell. And so it's like you can get like two thousand something tacos. <laughs> We're not
1: sponsored by Taco Bell, however. We're not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Well we, we could are, be uh, though. Yeah, we you don't know. We, yep. Never know. If you want it, come
0: That's on. That's it. Uh, all right, well, we want to kind of just begin uh, first with a with a review. We have a new review. All right, that's good. So I wanted to read this. John hasn't heard it. I have
1: not heard it.
0: So it is uh, the title of it. How many do we have? We have 63.
1: Goodness gracious, we don't even have that many listeners. I know,
0: right? <laughs> uh, well, some of us have reviewed it twice, <laughs> okay. maybe three times. Yeah. So uh, No, the title of it is Comprehendable. And it is by Montana Hobby, which I believe is my friend uh, Andrew Hobby, uh, which I'm glad that he's listening. Uh Andrew Hobby's a great guy. actually it could it could be Beth his wife who knows could be Um, could
1: be anybody with the name Hobby anybody with the name Hobby
0: that's right that's it Um, anyway he said two fun and down to earth pastors who explain theology and life in a way that is easily understood and leaves you feeling enlightened and educated sharing (laughs) as if you were sitting on their front porch sipping
1: sweet tea I like that Uh, Andrew
0: Hobby is actually which I'm assuming is the one who did this I'm assuming it it wasn't his wife it could be Beth she's nicer actually (laughs) Uh, he's actually he's from England
1: oh really so I almost thought
0: about trying to get my best uh, British accent. Yeah, let's don't do that. But I thought that'd be more offensive than <laughs> It would
1: be, no doubt. So, Javi,
0: yeah. uh, uh, why don't you come down to Mississippi, and we'll serve you up some of that good sweet That's tea. That's right. And so you can record with us. That'd be great. I was
1: listening to a pastor the other day. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I was listening to a pastor the other day who was uh, doing his Sunday morning sermon from uh, his his shop in his backyard, Yeah, and uh, he's been doing it on his front porch, mm-hmm. and he said, you know... We need more front porches.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: need more front porches and and rocking chairs and and sipping on sweet tea. There you go. Back to the Andy Griffin days. There you go. Just slow it down. Maybe this is what God's doing that's in the midst it. of this.
0: <laughs> I did see that a pastor had made a his sermon in a boat on a pond. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and he, I guess, he was talking about
1: fishing becoming fishers
0: of men. I have no idea. <laughs> um, but it was <laughs> he missed a good opportunity if he didn't that's do it, fishers of it, men. That's it. That's it. So, let us know. Write in and let us know what what's your craziest uh, sermon
1: idea uh, yeah.
0: location because we'd like to know that. Man, because I'm tired of this.
1: I am too. Man. I mean, I know it's necessary, and you know, especially for those of us that are in Mississippi, we're we're getting worse and worse by the day instead yeah. of better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, I'm ready for it to be over with because it can be discouraging. Yeah, it can. It can. uh we're all, we're all trying to figure
0: out um when we can go back to normal yeah, and what that yeah. normal will look like. Yeah. And for pastors, everyone that I've talked to has mentioned that they are busier than ever. Yeah. Uh that they are uh wrestling with uh trying to figure out when to do, uh, what to do and, and how to do it most effectively, yeah. uh, wrestling with technology, wrestling with social media, yeah.
1: and a lot of them are out of their comfort zone. Yeah. You know, I even thought about uh this week uh creating some kind of online um Survey of sorts, yeah, that could be anonymous, send mm-hmm. out to our church members, and say, you know, are you watching the sermon on Sunday morning with your family? Mm-hmm. You know, just to kind of gauge what we're doing and right. whether or not it's working, whether it's effective, yeah. Because you know, let's let's say we're middle of the road right now. Uh, we've still got time to make some corrections. That's right, and uh, mm-hmm. kind of adapt. So, but yeah. this is not an episode on coronavirus ministry. That's right. Is it?
0: Uh, it's not. <laughs> uh, but our topic does have to do with uh, with ministry in this current setting, and even really. Sure just being a human in this current setting. Yeah, that's right. Where we're, we're yeah. more uh, we're more separated than ever. Yeah. And really what a lot of us are, are needing is just
1: good friendships. That's right. I think so. And we, we uh, have talked a little bit about friendships uh, on this podcast before, especially when we reviewed that book by William Carey about William Carey yeah, and his uh-huh. friends. Uh, but we thought we would just talk about why friends are so necessary, especially in the midst of stress of life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know this, this is applicable, I think, for pastors, but I think this is also uh, very applicable for just the layperson, because yeah. no matter where we are, uh, whether we work at the bank or we're working at a church we're we're trying to figure out that's new and it's bringing stress upon us and friends is a great avenue to help to help us relieve some of that stress that we that's have right. and to
0: clarify we're not talking about the NBC hit show <laughs> friends <laughs> yeah. we're talking about actual yeah. friends not Facebook friends that's right that's but, right but actual people that yeah. uh, we are we allow in our life and get to know uh, yeah. you know pastors can do a lot of things people can do a lot of things to alleviate stress uh, but I find one of them is just that idea of, of community.
1: Yeah, that's right. And we know we should know this because this is who we are as a people. That's this it. is why I think most of us have such a longing in our hearts right now. It's because we're missing something that is naturally who we are as followers of Christ, community with other people. We're missing that, and and that void in our lives has to be filled with something, and if we if we don't make those connections even in the midst of this time in absence, then we're going to continue to find ourselves stressed out more, and that void is just going to get bigger and that's more right. obvious. That's right. I'm glad you mentioned it's who we are
0: as people, and part of that is because we are made in God's image. That's right. And yeah. God is a is a Trinitarian God, sure, right? Uh, sure. He's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He yeah. is community in Himself, and that community aspect of God is, is implanted in our hearts. Yeah, so we right. need community. That's yeah. often found in the local church, but right now when the church isn't able to gather, uh, we have to find it in friendships.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, even as we talk about, we're going to give you basically what we think are three benefits of having friends. Uh, I think it's important to have different circles of friends. Yeah, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I I have a circle of friends uh, that are in my church. Mm -hmm. I have a circle of pastor friends, Mm -hmm. right? I have a circle of friends that go beyond my church that share a hobby. I mean, Mm -hmm. we have a group of friends there. So we need these different these different groups of friends Mm -hmm. that, you know, can kind of help us reach out. And also when one group, when one group, no longer exists. You have another another group you can fall back on. That's you right. Know, does it mm-hmm. make sense? So, That's right.
0: So when you make one group mad and get yeah, kicked out <laughs> right. of it, maybe there's what another I, group. What
1: I mean is, like you know, we have a group of friends that we uh, that we community with uh, that are a part of our baseball community. Yeah. Uh-huh. But right now this, the baseball community doesn't exist. Right. So uh, if that were the only group of friends that we had, then we would be mighty lonely during right. this mm-hmm. time. But yeah. we have other groups of friends, you know, that we can lean on uh, in the midst of these stressful times. So
0: so today we have three benefits. Benefits from friends that we want to uh, we want to speak about. Yeah. Uh, the first one is that we have uh, friends allow us to share our struggles. Yeah, right.
1: And and you know, I, I think for one, I have a group of uh, pastor friends that uh, that I'm. I'm in text message groups with Ryan's in one of those groups and uh, you know, it's all of us are experiencing the same struggles right now. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you can get kind of that brother. I know right where you are. I've got that struggle too, you know? And so being able to be with like-minded people that we are that we are friends with that we can relate to help us in the midst of those struggles
0: yeah and it 's building those deep relationships, I think a lot of us, especially in ministry, we have a lot of shallow relationships,
1: yeah, we yeah. know
0: a lot of people we 're yeah. friendly toward them, we may be friendly toward them online, yeah, uh, but we have a hard time calling those same people up and saying hey listen i 've been struggling with something. right right uh, building those deep lasting relationships helps us to deal with the the, the everyday struggles that we have on a normal Basis, right. But also, especially in times of heightened stress and times of, of yeah. heightened upheaval.
1: Yeah, sure. And I, you know, I, almost in the time, in the midst of a difficulty, it's too late to gain, to gain that.
0: Yeah. You yeah, know, right.
1: that's one of those things that you got to have to work on right. ahead yeah. of time. Right. Yeah. Uh, n- certainly not anticipating the coronavirus, but but anticipating difficulties in your life, which are going to come, Mm -hmm. uh, those deep relationships help you share those struggles whenever the difficulty uh, arises. So that's good.
0: Yeah, and that leads to kind of our second benefit uh, from Friends, and this is that when we share our struggles, uh, we can often gain uh, ideas of how to deal with them, or even right, ideas yeah. in, in in ministry. And so, uh, friends benefit. We benefit from friends uh, with shared ideas.
1: Yeah, and you know, I, I said that in a positive way. Shared ideas. Uh, but also, your friends can tell you that that's a stupid idea. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think
0: I think we all need that one friend that's going to tell us when we're being stupid. Yes, that is not a. And very for me, wise all decision. of them tell me that. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: it, is, it really is important, though, for because when you're in the midst of something and your friends are not, they're able to think about it from a different perspective than you are, yeah. and so they're they're able to offer you. Uh, a clearer maybe decision making process than you're making, and so I would say this uh, this this shared ideas is really pretty critical for uh, for friends, which means you have to have deep relationships mm-hmm. yeah. that allow you to speak honestly and openly in each other's lives. That's right.
0: That's right. And that that idea, the more positive aspect of that, is right now we're all in the same boat as pastors, yep. trying to figure out how we can how we can uh, grow uh, our church and and, and maintain yep. community with our church. And, uh, man, I'm not smart enough to come up with all the different kinds of of techniques. Uh, And I haven't thought through all these things. And so I need friends that can offer me good Mm -hmm. ideas that I can borrow and modify for my own personal context.
1: Yeah, and we do that, too. Pastors are doing it right now, maybe more so than ever before. I mean, I... Um, I had an idea from a friend uh, up in North Mississippi, and I told him i said i 'm stealing that idea and he mm-hmm. said that 's great because I stole it too yeah you know uh-huh, but we're yeah. we're doing this a lot right now because everybody's trying to trying to figure it all out, and none of us have answers to it and so as a result of that uh we're we 're encouraging each other with our with our shared ideas so that 's good shared struggles, shared ideas,
0: and last but not least. <laughs> Shared joy.
1: Wake up, Ryan.
0: Sorry, I thought you were going to lead into that. Yeah,
1: shared joy. So uh, this one is this one is good. You know, I mean, we right now it's kind of a hard time for all of us. I kind of find myself in a funk more than ever before. Yeah. You know, every Monday I told Ryan before we got started, every Monday I kind of come to the office in a funk, thinking did anything we do yesterday matter? Yeah. Uh, because uh, not being able to see each other. Uh, is is difficult. Right. So so being in a group of people who have shared struggles and shared ideas that you also can share joys with is part of the benefit of having friends in ministry. Whether it be something that is joyful spiritually is happening in their church or in their own lives, or just to be honest with you, just frivolity yeah, among uh, friends.
0: Yeah, you know, the the saying is, laughter is the best medicine, and, you know, I've got several friend groups that uh, we can have uh, deep theological discussions, we can have deep heartfelt moments, uh, but we, we, we are friends we gather together and we share laughs. I mean, there have been times yeah. just this week— uh, that, uh, friend groups that I've been in, uh, my wife has looked over at me like I'm, I'm the craziest <laughs> guy in the world because I'm crying with tears, yeah. uh, because I'm just having a good time with my friends on, right. uh, on uh, either through text messaging or through, um, you know, Marco Polo or even, you know, uh, a group of my friends got I together. To, Marco Polo. Uh, you know, I've, it's growing on me cause I've got the right, <laughs> I got the right group. I've got a group of friends that we do it and, uh. and it's taking it's draining my phone battery. Yeah. Uh, but even just using zoom to watch a movie with one another or to play a game with one another yeah. those things are, that way we can we can kind of manufacture a a temporary community
1: yeah and i think that's important because those shared joys of that what you said is a manufacture a temporary community that's it. It, yeah. is temporary, it is temporary but if you, but without that uh, without those friends already in existence, it can be it can be hard to find joy sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah and, and that's you know we 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 need that uh, that emotional structure around us. We need yeah. those friends who can hold us up, that can, we can share joy from, we can share ideas with, we can share our struggles with. Uh, the bottom line is that we're sharing our lives with them. That's right. Yeah, uh, and, and we are we were not made to be um, to be lone rangers. Yeah. Uh, it's impossible to be a Lone Ranger Christian in times when times are good. Yeah. But especially when times are, are difficult and yeah. stressful, we've got to have some sort of relationship
1: to yeah. bind us up. And that goes back to the very first thing we talked about, and that is the theology of friends. Yeah. You know, uh, it is it is a necessary part of who we are. Right now I'm reading, uh, just in my, my private reading, I'm reading through Exodus, which is kind of ironic mm-hmm. because I'm reading about the plagues right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm also we're living them. <laughs> yeah, I'm also reminded of this beautiful picture of Moses and Aaron. Yeah, and uh, and how Moses didn't have it all, and Aaron didn't have it all. Mm-hmm. But where Moses lacked, Aaron stood out, yeah. and where Aaron lacked, Moses stood out. Yeah. You know, and so mm-hmm. this this idea of the theology of friends certainly is embodied in who God is Himself, but we also see it in the way God has dealt with His people from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, there's there's always been someone else. Think about even Joshua. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't have it all figured out, yeah. right? But he followed a leader and got to watch and sit under a leader mm-hmm. who did have experience. And right. so you have this picture of uh, friends inside of God's people throughout all of all of Scripture, I believe. I think about Barnabas and, and Timothy, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. think of, think about Paul and Timothy. You think about barnabas standing up for people Mm -hmm, that paul didn't like necessarily so you've always had these uh cheerleaders for each other you know Mm -hmm. and uh partners with each other in the gospel and it it is just good theology to have friends especially in times like we're in right now
0: yeah and i would encourage you you know for me whenever i go through struggles or whatever my my go-to is isolation right when i experience uh stress or when i experience uh uh, depression, I want to close off and I right. want to isolate. Yeah. Uh and I found that when I do that, it just makes the matter worse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and so Which I is mean, why
1: this time is so difficult. That's
0: exactly it. Yeah. Because now it's easier to isolate. And we all know that with isolation comes greater temptation to sin. It yeah. comes uh, a greater strain on marriages, yep. greater strain on on uh parenting. And so my uh, my my challenge to any of our listeners out there is not to isolate, but to open up, right? To, to show, uh, to seek, uh, seek some, seek other people's help, even finding humility in that. That takes a lot of humility to do, sure, but it's worth it.
1: Yeah, that's good, good stuff. Go get you a friend.
0: Go get a friend. That's right. <laughs> um, so, John, speaking of friends, yeah, um, what books are you reading? Uh, those are my only friends' books. Yeah,
1: right. I am uh, I I'm still in uh, the um, the one we're reading together, Jonathan Edwards, or you've already read, and we're struggling through it together. Uh, well, let's, I think you have some friends. Here's, huh? Yeah, here's here's the thing about Jonathan Edwards. Uh, I was re, I was studying Hebrews for a Bible study I have this week, and uh, like a whole paragraph in Hebrews is one sentence in Greek, right? Yeah. Jonathan Edwards he he mimicked that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like there are paragraphs, there are sentences. Oh yeah. And, and the sentence, to be honest with you, is very simple. Mm-hmm. Once you comprehend the paragraph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you just kind of have to take some time and That's work it. your way through it. So so I'm reading that. what's uh, something about affections. I don't remember the title of it. Religious Affections. Religious Affections by Jonathan Edwards. Uh, I am almost finished with Mississippi Mud. I've taken my time through that thing, and uh, it's pretty interesting. And I'm getting ready to – I told you last week, I'm fixing to start at Lords of North. Uh-huh. Um as soon as I get finished with Mississippi mud, I can't start Lords of North till I finish Mississippi mud. That's what I've been told myself. Okay. So that's why I'm pushing through Mississippi mud so I can start Lords of North. And I'm also reading praying with Paul by D.A. Carson. Okay. Have you read that one? I have not. Mm-hmm. That is really good. I like Carson. Really I good. Yeah, I do it's
0: got a lot of good stuff. Well, uh, I am uh, reading the apostles creed by, um, Al Mohler. Yeah, I've read book. that. Uh, so I'm reading through it and I'm reading, uh, Carl Bart's, um, uh, Dogmatics and Outlines. Yeah. Yeah. Which is his dogmatics within the outline of the Apostles yeah. Creed. And then I am reading Moneyball.
1: You remember That's, the movie Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. Jonah Hill? Yeah. It I'm was all, it. it was on this weekend.
0: Really? Um yeah. I gotta rewatch it after I read the book. I picked it up because I mean, it's baseball season, and we don't have baseball. And <laughs> so you're I,
1: gonna watch Moneyball.
0: That's right. So and and I'm and I've I've tried uh, more and more to get into baseball because I just haven't been, and it's America's game.
1: Yeah, you should and, be. Uh,
0: so anyway, well, you I, know what my
1: hope is that coronavirus does to baseball. What's that? I hope coronavirus. Cuts the season in half. I'd like to see 80 baseball games in the season mm-hmm. instead of 162. Yeah, And I'd like to see seven-inning ball games. So if if Major League Baseball would go to 80 games a season, mm-hmm. seven-inning games, I think it would be much more exciting. But there's not there's half the money yeah. in 80, se- 80 games versus 162.
0: And I have a friend that argues that baseball doesn't need to be more exciting, <laughs> uh, that it is slow on purpose. Yeah, Yes, I um, get that. So anyway, I'm reading Moneyball, and it's fascinating. I love it. I'm about halfway through it. Yeah. And I never thought I'd I would just love um stats. Um but it, there's a narrative to it. That's that's very compelling. So I'm I'm enjoying that.
1: Hey, I did read another one while we were on break and um I'm going to try to find the name of it in my Goodreads. but it's um Hills on Which to Die. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. What's the name of it?
0: Um, um I don't are talking about. that's that's one of the Ortlands, isn't it? Is yeah. He- hills,
1: hills to Die On. Um I just finished it. Like um uh, just just finished it. And it is a very, it's very good talking yeah. about the uh, the way we the way we uh, place certain doctrines. Yeah, finding the right heels to die on. There it is. The case for a theological triage by Gavin Ortlund. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I found that very helpful. It's a real short book, yeah. easy read, mm-hmm. but I found that book very helpful. I would encourage people to pick that one up. So yeah, that may be when uh, I add to my reading list. Yep. Yep.
0: All right. Anything else, John? That's it. I'm done. All right. Well, we appreciate our listeners. If you do like our podcast, we ask that you would you would like rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, share us during this time of coronavirus. Encourage people uh, to uh, to listen. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, podcasters have experienced a little drop off because no one's driving into work, and then some folks have seen uh, increase. Uh, but we just want to uh, spread the word and uh, perhaps uh, perhaps this. We will see you next time. Until then, keep loving. Great, perfect, jerk. And remember, one day she
1: will be perfected.